Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. This is our cry this morning, giving you all the praise for who you are, giving you every single praise because you're worthy, you're deserving, you're God. Hallowed be your name. And this is our cry this morning that our lives be used for your glory. That all that you do, your investment of love, of mercy, of compassion, you're gifting us the Holy Spirit, teacher, comforter, friend. Let all this cause us to receive, cause us to live in you, move in you, have our being in you, that all our lives will give you praise. Thank you for teaching us the word. Thank you for causing us to see Thank you for opening the eyes of our minds. Thank you for helping grow our faith in you. Blessed be your name for life, for family, for grace, for grace and for grace. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for making everything beautiful. Thank you for the change of seasons. Blessed be your name. Have your way today in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're looking at Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 today. And the context of this is Jesus being led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible records that Jesus was very hungry. He was so hungry. <laughs> can imagine 40 days and 40 nights. So we can imagine this context. And the tempter, you know, came to him and said to him, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. What? Drawing... Jesus' attention that, look, you have the power to turn anything here into bread. After all, that's what you need. That's what your flesh is looking for, to eat. You are hungry. The devil came magnified the reality. After 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the body needed food. And he pointed him to the stones and then pointed him to his power as the son of God, pointed him to his, to who he is and all that he, all his capacities 
to do whatever he wants to do. He knew he was the son of God. So he pointed him to the stone. So, so why are you hungry? Well, you know how to convert the stone. So just turn this stone into bread. But where we want to focus to today is the answer Jesus gave. He said, it is written. He went to the word. We are going to see this word is written in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. So which means he had the word in him. He was the word. And he used the word. He referred to the final authority, which is the word, which is himself. And he said to him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In other words, bread is necessary. I am hungry. I fasted 40 days and 40 nights. But there is something that is superior to bread. And it is the word of God. And he quoted that word of God. My understanding here is I cannot negotiate who I am with you. You cannot point me to how I'm going to fill my stomach. You, devil, you, Satan. And I'm not going to work miracle to satisfy you and then sin against my father. In other words, trying to provoke Jesus to use his power just for display that he's the son of God. Trying to provoke Jesus to lose his meekness. Meekness is that you have the power to do whatever you want to do, but you choose not to. You choose not to for a superior reason. So, you, yes, it is necessary that I eat. It is necessary that I live by bread because without food, I mean, that is the engine, that is the power, that is the energy you need to be alive, which is necessary. But I live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that I'll not succumb to your temptation. You are not the one guiding my life. You are not the one directing. You cannot tempt me. Now it will not be about God. To be about me displaying to you that I'm the son of God. I don't need, I know who I am. So but we are looking at this word also in connection to what we said yesterday. Do you love me more than this? Remember? Is it beyond bread? And we saw when Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the bread. I am the bread. So where circumstances place 
the nibbling of the physical bread, and then the bread, which is the bread of life, which is what proceeds from the mouth of God, the word of God that directs and gives life, the real life, and guides to eternal life. Which one will I choose? I choose to live by bread. I need it for my physical functioning. That is why you use the word, man shall not live by bread alone. I cannot give my soul focus to physical bread. Physical bread cannot determine my values. It cannot determine my spirituality. It cannot give me direction. Physical bread. If it was physical bread and materials now that were to determine the values of Job, Job would have cost God. Job would have cost God. That's why Jesus was always asking the disciples, we saw, he said, so is it by this bread alone you want to live? Is this what matters the most? Is this what is your soul pursuit? And remember when he asked Peter, I said, will you also go away? When he asked the disciples, will you also go after people left? And the answer was, where will I go to? When it's you that has, you're the one with the word of life. So there's a word of life, which is bread. Which is the word of God. Which is the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Which is this written word that Jesus used. That becomes rhema to as many as will believe it. So the devil was saying, Forget the physical word, because Jesus now brought the physical word. Jesus now brought the word that proceeded from the mouth of God, which is, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. So it is written, Jesus went to the word. Jesus chose this bread, which is the word. And that is what he used to defeat the devil for all the times that the devil tempted him. Even the devil moved from there. And now the Bible says he set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. The devil quoted it. Say, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. Can you imagine the devil? And we see the dialogue going. And Jesus was always going back. It is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So Jesus here was living by every word that proceeded from the mouth of his father in this situation. In spite of the fact that he was hungry. So if we go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, I just want to read from verse 4, where it is written, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength, with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house 
and on your gifts. This is seriously saying you are living by this word. This word in your heart. This word as frontlets. This word binding on your hand. This word on the post. This word talking to your children. This word wherever you turn. This is your guide. This is your framework. This is in this world you live. In this world you move. In this world you have your being. Outside this world, no. It is even from this world you have the bread to eat. So he said, man shall not live by bread alone. So focusing only on the material satisfaction is not life. We have not even tested the half of life. Whereas to live by the word, every word that proceeds, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God is life. That word is able to produce. That word is able to bring forth. That word works miracle. That word brings comfort. That word, that is the ultimate. So this today, we are just concluding from what we have been saying about what Job went through and how Job preserved his integrity and how Jesus met the disciples and the question that he asked them and about how he fed the 5,000 and people saw it and followed him because they wanted bread. And how he told them, it's because of this food. But this food will fail. This food is physical. There's something beyond the physical. There's something beyond, there's something that will go on giving even when this food dries up. So if you follow me for the food, then you're missing it. But if you love me, that is why I say, this is the word. You shall love the Lord your God. Love the Lord your God. This is the conclusion of the matter. That's why he asked Peter, do you love me more than this? You can't live by bread alone. You cannot depart and go fishing. And then it's totally fishing you're doing. And the fishing, the fish, the fish you cannot catch. Because you need the bread. It is at my word that you caught the other fish. Because you told all night you caught nothing. And you said, nevertheless, at your word. Which means you live by that word that proceeded from my mouth. And that is the word that was able to bring you the bread. So this is the conclusion today. That the place to start is to understand the love of God. To understand the mercies how merciful, how compassionate, how kind, how much love is in God's heart for us, how much he loved us that he gave his only begotten son, how much he loved us that he watched his son on the cross, how much he loved us that even when Jesus cried out, why have, Father, Father, how, how come you forsaken me? All that in order to make us to reconcile us to himself. And then how that even after this life, we are still with him. So, this Deuteronomy 6 that we have read, verse 4, summarizes everything. Living by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And to live by that word is that we understand the depth of his love. We understand that his plan for us is good and not evil. We understand that all that we need is with him. 
We understand that outside this life, there is another life. We understand that we are here for a purpose. Our life is to give him glory. Our life is to be used of him. And that all that, all that happens should point to him. So this is what he's saying. That's why Job went through all that. He refused to curse God. He said, even if he slays me, I will still trust him. And Peter said, where will we go? It's from you that we have the life. So today we thank God that has opened our eyes to see. He said we should love him with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength. And we can find also this in the New Testament. In Mark, it's repeated in John. Jesus said it. That when we come to this place, then physical food is just to fuel and to energize. Physical food will not be the driving force. What will be our driving force will be every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We'll be putting our faith in every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So whether in the, we are in the valley, we know that God is able. Whether we are on the mountain, we know that God is able. Whether we look like Job, it's like we are stripped from what we love the most. We trust God that he has good plans for us. That he will bring us out. That is why I say you go through that water. I'm with you. I think the ultimate is to have God with us. And to have God with us is to have his word. Because you look in this world, no matter how dark, you see light. Gives us the perspective of God, and that becomes our comfort. I speak from experience. Time in my life, I was so dark. So dark. And all the light I had was this word of God. It's amazing what the word of God can do. It's amazing. The comfort, the warmth, the hope it builds. It's amazing. How much the Holy Spirit is a comforter. It's amazing. And then in times of battles, ha, that's another dimension. The word of God, that's the weapon. That's the sword of the spirit, the word of God. You cannot survive some battles without the word. If every battle. God. Man shall not live by bread alone. Otherwise, you can't live. If it's by bread alone, then it's most miserable. But when we choose to live by every word that proceeds, every word that he says, every word that comes from his mouth, we know this word is life, this word is truth. This word is sword. This word is everything. We, that is why he said, I am the bread of life. We are living by Jesus. That is why Christ in us. That's what he's saying here. So we thank God for calling our attention to the wealth, the riches of his glory, which is all in this word. Inside this word is our inheritance. Inside this word, the mind of God. Inside this word, the power of God. Inside this world, we overcome any temptation that comes our way. We have direction. You are not moving blindly. That's why the Spirit is here to show us the mind of the Father, to interpret the word, to true light, to bring revelation. Father, we worship you. So today we pray for grace, grace and more grace to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, to love God with our soul, to love God with our strength. 
that our lifestyle will reflect our love of God. And it's important that because it's when we receive the word of God, the love of God, that we can love God. We can appreciate. So our love now comes from our understanding of the depth, how God loves us and how that we cannot live without his love. But there are so many people that don't know how to receive the word of God, the love of God. They see God as only as a judge. They are afraid of the anger of God that is removing Jesus from it. They think that they are so lost. They've gone so far, they cannot return. And some are angry with God. Maybe because of the things that have happened in their lives. They come to that place. They say, ah, where was God when this happened? Where was God? So, God is bringing us to this point. We cannot go so far that we cannot come back. As the story of the prodigal son. The father was waiting, stretching the arm, knowing that the, the son will return. It does not matter that he carried all the inheritance when against the father's desire and then went and lived a righteous life. The father was standing and waiting. That's the love. The love of God is as far as the east is from the west as I wipe out your transgression. That's the love. That's the love. The gift of Jesus, that's the love. Not judging us and dealing with us the way we deserve, but pitying us and looking at his son Jesus who did it all for us. That's the love. So when we receive this love, no matter our situation, we receive this love, you always know you cannot be alone. You are never alone. When you live by every word that proceeds from his mouth, you can never be alone. Because he does not stop speaking. That's why he gave us the Holy Spirit to dwell, to indwell. So Father, we worship you. So magnified. We receive grace today to love you with all our hearts. To receive your love, to accept your love. We receive grace so that your word will always be in our hearts. That we'll watch. We'll watch your word. We observe to do. Thank you, Holy Father. Blessed be your name. Above all, today we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit who has been pastoring us, teaching us your mind in this season. Thank you for loving us. We choose your love. We choose your word. Because we say, as Peter said, <laughs> how can we turn back? To whom shall we go? Who has the word of life? Who has the word of eternal life? You are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. It's a privilege that we belong to you. Thank you for sealing us with that redemption seal, the Holy Spirit. We surrender our lives yet again. Have your way, Lord. Blessed be your name. Thank you for our children. Thank you for family. Thank you for the church of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the community of brethren. Thank you for your word that has not failed. Your word that is still going off forth with strength. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have spoken. And you are watching to perform it. For you see, in a little while, this word shall not tarry. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you for wisdom for our leaders. Thank you for healing for nations. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.